0: 20 minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast it's saturday may 18th
1: 2019 pack a day your 24 7 365 day a year pack a day podcast i'm jake turner of packerstalk.com joining me on the line is my partner in crime Still ticking away at 32 years in the business. He is Mark Eichel of BobMcGinnFootball.com. Mark, how's it going?
2: Good, Jake. But you know those 32 years at you know I'm glad you only
1: you, you keep me younger saying it there's really 34 now. That's okay. <laughs> I do my I do my but best to try and you. decrease your age. I, I covered
2: Eagles for 32. Now I've worked for Bob McGinn for the last two. So if we want to count that that's you know that's 34, but that's all right. You, you, you make me feel feel young.
1: No problem. That's what I do. Forever young, like Bob Dylan used to say. All right. (laughs) Okay. All right. What we're going to do today here on Pack a Day, we're going to get into every position on the field for the Green Bay Packers, and we're going to go down the line to what player is going to break out here. So let's get this started. From quarterback to even cornerback, we're going to be able to give you the breakout player you need to be watching out for this year. And, Mark, let's uh, start off with that. We already know Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, so let's move on to the running back. What running back, aside from Aaron Jones, is going to break out this year?
2: Well, let's back up a second. Okay,
1: let's back up.
2: I, gonna, Aaron, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to break out this year.
1: And oh! You, and, been, and,
2: and you're going to say, what do you mean Aaron Rodgers is going to break out? He's a two-time MVP, Super Bowl MVP. Well, two years ago he was hurt, and he was a non-factor. Last year he did not have... Anywhere near an Aaron Rodgers, if if he wasn't wearing a jersey that said Rodgers on the back, and you just watched him play last year, you would not have thought that was a Super Bowl MVP or a, or a league MVP, right? You would have thought oh, that that guy's okay, you know. Real, real I don't quick, it was bad, but he was just okay. Well, I'm here to tell you that Aaron Rodgers this year will break out, to use that word. And I'm going to tell you that he might, unless there's somebody that you know they they like to give it to hurt guys that come back, but. Aaron Rodgers will be in the running for comeback player of the year this
1: year. How's that, Mark? What way would he be a breakout player this year? He'll,
2: he'll return to his to Aaron Rodgers that we know and loved and was an MVP candidate. He's going to be more. He's going to trust his offense more. Uh, he has a, something to prove to uh, his doubters, and that, and that's the that's the best. The best Aaron Rodgers is an angry Aaron Rodgers.
0: He carried that.
2: <laughs> No, I'm serious. He carried that, that I hate to use the word the, the old cliche chip on his shoulder, but he carried that around with him from the day he was drafted. That you know he went so low in the first round as compared to Alex Smith who went number one, and he used that to become what, what we just said you know one of the best quarterbacks in the league, if not of all time. And uh, uh, he's angry again. He has the chip on his shoulder again. That people. Um, in the media, we're we're writing and saying, that, you know, putting the blame on 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 him for a lot of, of the things that went went wrong, uh, accusing him of you know sabotaging uh, Mike McCarthy and 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 all that in the offense. And I think he's going to come out this year and just give the, give the middle finger to all his critics and say I'm I'm back and you can you know now now what are you going to say? Because I'm I'm going to put up big numbers, we're going to win games, and Okay. Let's see. Now, now, now ask me a question. Okay.
1: All right. <laughs> I really believe, no,
2: I could be way off, but maybe, but I, I really believe he's going to come out this year and we're going to see right from the go right from opening night, opening night Thursday night at soldier field, a place he's always um, played. Well, um, I think we're going to see, um, a, a vastly different, um,
1: Aaron Rodgers than
2: we have the last two two years.
1: I think you're I think you're underestimating him a little bit. I don't think that's a chip on the shoulder. I think it's a boulder. But uh let's jump to <laughs> okay. let's jump to running back. You know, we got Aaron Jones in there, but they drafted Dexter Will. Adobe audition just stopped on me. Let me do that question one more time. All right, so we know about Aaron Rodgers, and I believe that it's gonna be a boulder on the shoulder. Not a chip because of the way that it's been going down this offseason, but in running back, they drafted Dexter Williams. They have Aaron Jones. Who's going to break out in that position?
2: I don't see anyone quote unquote breaking out. I think Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones just has to stay healthy, and and, and he'll be a very good running back. But but the addition of Dexter Williams and don't forget Jamal Williams, who so I think will will be the third down back. Um, I think each one of those guys is going to have a role. Aaron Jones will will be the number one guy. He'll be the main guy. I think Dexter Williams will be his backup and um, provide some much-needed um, rest during the game. Because I, like I, I said this two weeks ago to you when we were talking about the draft. You don't want to overuse Aaron Jones. I mean, his, his biggest weakness is durability. So you don't want to give him 30 carries a game or 20, even 25 carries a game. Give, keep him in the teens, high teens, and then give, give Dexter Williams his 8 to 10 carries. And then Jamal Williams, I think, will be on. Will be your third down because he's the best best receiver of the three. He's also the best um, pass protector of of the three. So I think of that group. Um, I don't see a breakout, but I think you'll see a a nice uh,
1: threesome. Let's jump to receiver. I mean, Marquez Valdez Scantling last year showed a couple of good sparks here and there. But what uh, receiver needs to break out this year?
2: Any, well, I'll give you any one of them, Marquez. Marcus Valdez Scantling, who, like you said, showed flashes of being a very good receiver last year. He's he's number one. He's the one that you would think, with a year under his belt, can develop into being the Packers. Maybe they're their number two guy behind Devontae Adams. Maybe he he could pass Geronimo Allison, who I think's also a pretty good player. Um, but you have you have Saint Brown, and you have more more did nothing last year. So anything he 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 does will 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 be a bonus. And don't underestimate Jake Comerau again if he could stay healthy he was having a, a, a wonderful trading camp in preseason he was probably their second best re- best re- receiver um before he he got hurt in that preseason game so um, numerous breakout candidates there
1: tight end we they went and got someone out of uh texas a&m my boy jace what uh what tight end do you think is going to compete with jimmy graham the most
2: well, I, I I think I think Sellberger will. I mean he's not right away maybe, maybe not opening day, but I think by the end of the year, uh maybe uh, sooner than that, by the bye week say, um, I think you'll be seeing the Packers use the Le, LaFleur from what I've from what I've gathered, and, he, and and Hackett, his his offensive coordinator, both like to use multiple tight ends. Um so I think you'll see, you know, You'll see Graham and Lewis sometimes. I think you'll see Graham and, and, and Stoneberger. I think you'll see Lewis and Stoneberger. I think you'll, you'll, you'll see the three of them interchange a lot. Uh, Lewis, of course, will be more the inline blocker. Uh, Graham will probably be out in the slot a lot. I mean, I, I don't, that's kind of what he's best at. And I think Stoneberger could do both. I mean, I, I read some stuff from people saying, oh, he's not a good blocker. He's not a bad blocker. He's not a, he's not a bad blocker at all. I mean, he's and I think he'll get better at it. I'm not. He, he he might. I'm telling you that that kid is going to be a good player. We we already talked about him. He's maybe not this year. but By 2020, 2021, you're you're going to be hearing a lot about him. He he's going to be. I'm telling. you, He's going to be the second best tight end out of this draft. He's 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 not Hawkins. But that, but he went number eight eight overall. Um, but I think he's going to be better than Font, and he's going to be better than Irv Smith.
1: I'm really excited to see what Sternberger can do. I mean, like I said, the guy has been through the ringer. He's been at junior college, and I think he's going to do some great stuff. Uh, Staying with inline blockers, let's go to the guard position. They signed Billy Turner to a four-year, $28 million deal. But there's somebody else in mind uh, coming into this, isn't there?
2: There's a bunch of guys. Guard is going to be interesting. Um, Lane Taylor's job is not in stone. I mean, he's the favorite to, 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 be your, to be the left guard, but you got Taylor, you got, um, Turner, who, who you just mentioned. You got the second round draft pick, um, Elton Jenkins, who's a very good player and Cole Madison's back who might need a little time to get back in the, in, into the swing of things. But, um, for once, I mean for the first time in a long time, the Packers have some, some depth and some competition at that guard spot. Um, and keep in mind, also Turner, you know he can play tackle as well. Now they don't need him right away, but Brian Belaga has had his in, has has had his injury issues. Um, I think if something were to happen to to Belaga, I think Turner would would move out to right tackle, and um, one of the other guards would fill him. But that, yeah, I mean I I'm expecting big things from Elton Jenkins. I really am. I think he, I I thought that was a very good pick. Um, again, I don't know if he's going to start day one, but I wouldn't be su-
1: surprised if he did. Where does Cole Madison fit in this
2: right now? Backup. I think, I mean, hope, I mean, don't let him. don't let them com- compete. I mean, that's what training camps for and the preseason games are for. But if I had to guess right now, um, you know, middle of May, where where he'll be on the depth <laughs> chart opening night, he'll be, I think, I think, I think I, I well, Turner and Taylor might start with Jenkins being the number one backup on the I don't be surprised if Jenkins beats out Taylor or or Turner. Um, and then I think Madison would, would be your, your fourth guard. Um, I think he beats out Lucas Patrick for that spot. I don't think Lucas Patrick makes the team this year. Um,
1: yeah, I think you – know, yeah, the thing is I believe that Cole Madison, that's going to be somebody to be watching over for. I think it's just quite interesting to see if he was actually training – Last season, what was he doing at that point? What was he going through? Right. And how is he going to take that into this season? So it's going to be but interesting.
2: He, he's young enough that missing a year, like, again, as long as he stayed in shape, and, they, and from all indications, when he showed up, he, he looked like he looked like he didn't gain 50 pounds and look like a big fat guy or nothing. I mean, he, he looked like he was okay. So at his age, missing a year isn't the worst thing in the world. Sure, he should have been there and he could have learned – that's why I think this year he might not even be active for a lot of games early in the year. He'll, you know, they'll, they'll keep nine linemen. and two of them are always on the inactive in list. He'll probably be on the inactive list early. But again, now the Packers have somebody that if a guy gets hurt, they're not scraping the bottom of the barrel to put somebody out there. They got a guy that hopefully could be, I mean, they liked him last year. He, he had a good mini camp before he decided to walk away. Um, he had a good college career. So, that's if he's your third or fourth guard, they're in a lot better shape than they used to be.
1: This is the Pack-A-Day Podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher. I'm Jake Turner of PackersTalk.com, along with Mark Eckel of BobMcGinnFootball.com. We're breaking down the breakout players to watch for for the Green Bay Packers coming up this upcoming season. Uh, we talked a little bit about guard, a little bit about tackle. What about... What about defense of line?
2: Well, I got the guys for you. All right, a, give it to me.
1: A, and this will be a, a
2: the, the, this where the term breakout comes in. Tyler Lancaster. You saw some signs of him last year near the end of the year. Um, he played very well. I mean, it was a lost season. The, the team was in the in the tank by then, but but, but that kid, as an undrafted free agent out of Northwestern, showed you a lot and. Mm-hmm. He's, a, I mean, like he's not going to put up the big numbers. He's not going to get eight, nine sacks. That's, that's not what he does. But he's a, he's a, he's a massive man in the middle of the line that will take up space. Um, he'll hold out. will either give Kenny Clark time to take a little breather once again, or let uh, Kenny Clark move out to that, you know, three technique a little bit, give Mike Daniels a break some sometimes, uh, or go with Daniels, Clark, and Lancaster sometimes. Give him out. I think Lancaster is just going to break out in terms of playing time and making an impact, especially against a run. He, I just think he's going to, he's going to be a that was a great find by the Packers' guy department last year, getting him out as an undrafted player. Um, and I think you'll see big things from from him on on the defensive line this year.
1: Yeah. Also, with that, you know, you got Kenny Clark, you got Mike Daniels, you have Dean Lowry in there. It's a deep it's a deep area, but you talk about uh, some speed. Can be drafted. Okay, excuse me.
2: And the kid they drafted out of Texas A&M, Kiki.
1: Yeah, yeah, you also got Kingsley, Kiki as well. I mean, yeah, it's a deep group. Uh, Also, you go to the linebacker position, you know, they bring in Preston Smith. They bring in Zedarius Smith. But, you know, Jake Ryan, now at Jacksonville. So who's the breakout for linebacker?
2: You hope. If you're a Packer fan, if you're a Packer coach, if you're a Packer, anything, you hope the breakout player is on Burks. Uh, who really had a disappointing rookie, uh, played great on special teams. Now, he he, he did his part there and give him credit for, um, you know, not hanging his head because he he really didn't do anything on on defense. Every time they put him out there, they wound up taking him off the field. He he didn't play more than two or three plays at a time. Um, So he was disappointing on defense. But he he hung in there and and he found another way to help the team. But they didn't draft him in the the third round um, to be a special teams player. They drafted him to be a a, a good cover linebacker, and they in, their, in the, as a you know inside linebacker to cover backs and tight ends and stuff. And again, it takes time this week. It's a big difference, even though he played in the SEC, great you know the best conference in in, in college football. Um, you know he was learning a different defense. He had to you know hopefully he's a smart kid. Obviously, you would think went to Vanderbilt. Um, Hopefully the, the light bulb comes on and he if, if, if he's your breakout guy if he's able to play and start now the linebackers the outside linebackers now are very I think are very good you mentioned they got the two Smiths you got Rashawn Gary who's going to be better than a lot of people think um, and you got a uh, Kyle Thacker, who was obviously last year's breakout player right um, so you got four pretty good outside and Reggie Gilbert's not a, if he's your fifth that's that's pretty good outside. So you're pretty good outside linebacker inside. You got Blake Martinez and we don't know. Yeah. So um, they, Burks is the guy they want and they must have thought of him because they didn't draft inside linebacker until the seventh round when they took the kid um, Sumners. So if you're asking me for a breakout linebacker, I'm going to keep my fingers crossed and hope the Packers were, didn't blow this pick and that our Burks becomes a child factor of this year. A guy that didn't do much early on, but then last year wound up having a double-digit sack season. I, you know, not that Burks is going to get a lot of sacks, but if he plays a lot and can, it can show he can cover, I don't know if the Packer linebackers are all of a sudden they're pretty good.
1: Now I'm looking more at uh, Rashawn Gary because, you know, he underachieved at the University of Michigan, and I want to see if this guy is going to break out underneath Patton's system. The cornerback position is interesting as well. A lot of people believe that Jair Alexander is going to be the breakout. Who do you see breaking out, Mark?
2: Well, you know, uh, he's he's a good player. Um, I would love to see him break out and and become that that stud, shut-down corner. Um, Again, first-round pick he's supposed to be, right? Um, Kevin King is, a you know, again, if he could ever – he's another guy that can – Durability has been his issue. I mean, the, the games he's played, he's played well, I thought. But he, you know, he plays three games, and misses two games. He comes back and plays three, and he misses two more. Um, you know, they they have to keep him on the field, and then they got a nice set of corners there. Um, they got that needs to step up? I won't say break out is Jackson, the corner from Iowa. Ah, it's mine. Last year, he, to me, he had a little bit of a disappointing season last year. And again, rookie seasons, I don't expect to. You know, I don't expect every rookie to come in. And look like, you know, rookie to your candidates. Some guys take more time than than others. But now it's the second year. He's gotta stop making mental mistakes. He's gotta stop, you know, the grabbing and stuff like that, the penalties. Um, and get those interceptions that he that he got at Iowa. He was a you know, he was a playmaker in, in college, and that's why the Packers took him early second round um, two two years ago. So that's a guy that I think needs to break out. Alexander I think he's good. We know what he can do. King just needs to stay healthy. Jackson breaks out, and then you got you know age old T- Tremont Williams. I don't think he's going to break out. I just hope he he doesn't break down.
1: Uh, one one position that won't break down, but will be interesting to watch is the safety position. They drafted Darnell Savage in the first round out of Maryland, a stud guy, and uh, with the Terrapins. But uh, with that position, what is another breakout player you see?
2: Well, I love Savage. The more and the more I. Um, I, I liked them when they when they took him. Um, yep. now the more I the more I read read about him and look and watch him and study him a little bit I, I like him more and more now I know why the packers seem lucky while they traded him, up, to, up to get him he's just what they needed I mean um, he's what they yeah he's he's the free safety they that, that, that he got that speed he's a playmaker um, he can hit um, yeah I think he's gonna I think he's he's I think he'll be the defensive rookie of the year. I really do. Um you know, it's all sitting done at the end of the season. So if you want to say he breaks out, but that you know, the kid they signed from the Bears, Adrian Amos. Uh again, you know, we, when we talked about the offense, I said, you know, the guard position is vastly improved. And now you got depth there. Now you got, you know, guys that were playing last year might not even make the team like Lucas Patrick, right? Well safety was a was a just a abomination last year. I mean that Especially early in the year, when they had, you know, Ha Ha was not playing well, which is why that led to his trade. Price um, was playing worse than than Ha Ha. Even um, they had to move Tramon Williams there, which kind of salvaged it a little bit. But he's really a corner, not a safety. Now, now you have Savage. Like I said, if he can play the way I think he can, and the way they think he can, and Amos, who's very, very reliable, very consistent. You know, and ready, and he's young too. He he's going to take that that next step. Now, all of a sudden, safety is like one of the is a strength of the team. It went from a from the weakest part of the team to pretty good. And then you got, you well, know, Josh Jones. I don't know what they're going to do, do with him. I think he's more of a, he might be more of a linebacker slash safety hybrid guy now. And then Raven Green, who they like another drafted free agent last year, um, <laughs> who played who a guy. All special teams. You're um, a guy. A guy that we talked a lot about during preseason last year, if, if you remember. Um, so yeah, safety. I like I like the combination of Savage and Amos. I like that a lot.
1: Oh, it's it's going to be interesting. I really like some of your breakout picks. I'm gonna stick I'm gonna stick with Amos. I mean, he had some really good sparks here and there in Chicago, but I feel like underneath Pettin's new system and with a good defensive backs coach and Joe Witt. I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens with them. But that's the thing about this, Mark. And you we said this,
2: this. When free hc started, I remember.
1: you were high on him. Even I was high on him Bars- right from the gate, yes. Because of yeah. I got to watch him in person when I was at Soldier Field a couple years ago. And I was just blown away to the way that he was, you know, able to stay uh, consistent on the deep ball against the Minnesota Vikings on Monday Night Football. And I just saw a lot of great sparks about him. Going forward, so I'm really excited to see. Like I said right from the beginning, and I've said this to people on PackersTalk.com, this team is interesting, and I can't wait to see what happens on the field coming up. I mean, we got OTA starting next week, so that's going to be something to really watch out for. But uh, good call on that one, I got Mark.
2: Two words for you, Jake. I got two two words for you, not the normal words, not go pack. Stay You're right.
1: healthy. Yes, stay healthy.
2: Stay
1: healthy. This team stays healthy. We'll be right back in the mix. I'll give you two more words stay hungry. Okay. I'm All not right. I'm really hungry myself. <laughs> I've had breakfast yet. <laughs> All right, Mark. I know you got to run off to somewhere here, but uh, thanks for taking time out of your busy right. schedule here on Pack day. Again in a Day. couple weeks. All right. Take it easy. All right, that was Mark Echol of BobbyGetFootball.com, 32 years in the business, or as he says, 34 years in the business and counting. Uh, so there you go, Packer fans. You got some good breakout players uh, from Echol's mouth and, of course, uh, a couple from me. If you got any comments or concerns or you got some breakout players that you want to talk about in the next podcast, go to at Packaday Podcast or find us at, at JakeTurnerSport, at markechol 8 and we'll be able to see if we can try and get those on the air as well. All right, Packer fans, that's it for this uh, presentation here on Saturday, May 18th, 2019, of the Pack-A-Day podcast. For Mark Eckel, I'm Jake Turner, and the three greatest words in the dictionary of the Green Bay Packers is Go Pack Go. And we'll see you next time. We'll talk OTAs on the next Pack-A-Day podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. Shit to wild.
0: Oh, yes! Jackson in the end zone for a touchdown! And was by Geronimo Allison! Josh Jackson, the rookie, recovers in the end zone and a ball leap to the north end zone stands. The Packers have a 6-0 lead! Beathard on third down to three in the shotgun. Packers showing a blitz and here they come. Beathard looking as he throws it deep down the right sideline and it is a second Spectacular interception by Kevin King and the nine yard line of Green Bay. Snap to Rogers looking right. Throws the right side Think Brown makes the tie. <laughs> it's a out. Oh, he reached back to gather it in using all six, five of his frame. Tumble out of bounds inside the 30 of the 28 yard line. Hunter Bradley, the snap. J.K. Scott down on one knee, arm extended. Here is placement made. Kick is up. It is After his worst day ever, he delivers the dagger tonight. Third and five, 13-yard line of Atlanta. Snap. Ryan looks right, throws right. Ah, Intercepted to the house. Bishop Freeland, touchdown. Green Bay Packers. 19-yard interception return, and it's 16 to seven, Packers. Rodgers looks it over takes the snap, glitz on, they pick it up, lost the left side, they has got him! 10-5, head jump, touchdown! Touchdown, right <laughs> close, throw down Scanlon, like 40 yards! Single back offense behind Eric Rodgers who ducks it under center from the 29 of Green Bay. six Trailing 30 to 23, two minutes straight up to go in the game. San Francisco showing a blitz through the A gap, and here they come. Rogers looking. Throws left side of the, the end zone. Yes. Yes. Touchdowns. Yes. Devontae Adams. Left corner of the end zone from Aaron Rodgers. 16-yard touchdown pass. The Packers an extra point away from getting this game tied.